Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. He kōna e pūrangi tēnei nā te reo irirangi o Aotearoa. Kia ora. as we get into holiday season, I'm talking today to a few community groups about what they've got coming up in the arts and culture scene in early December. This is Voices and I'm your host and producer, Kadambri Ragokumar. First up, at the TAPAC in Auckland until the 8th of December is a play by the South Asian theatre group Prayas. Now, they're no stranger to putting on large ensemble cast plays based on Indian folktales, but this time round they're tackling something much bigger and, well, older too, in fact. Mrichakatika, or The Little Clay Cart, was originally written in Sanskrit in the 5th century BC. Here are some of the people behind bringing this play to Auckland. So I am uh, Amit, Amit Otedar, and I am the president of Prayas Theatre, and I'm also co-directing this play. My name is Jangir. I'm an actor in the show, and I play the role of Sanstanaka. What's the premise of the actual play and the actual story? It was written as a play, but it was braced around the differences that in usually those Sanskrit uh, plays performed in, the, in, in that world were usually based on classical tales, so, you know, based on mythical legends or epic stories. But whereas this one has endured possibly because it was based on the people or the society of that period. And amazingly, those those characters, those those emotions, those values, uh, we find that they reflect in today's world very easily. And, you know, in today's audience can easily relate. The play was written in the fifth century, approximately, and it's based around a love story between a courtesan um, girl and a Brahmin merchant with God poor. Jahangir is an actor for you and actually for anyone involved in the play, considering how many different renditions of the play have been made across the world and especially from India as well. It probably comes with a great sense of um, responsibility. I'm not going to use the word pressure, but there I just did. How how do you feel about this? Definitely, Nana, there is a, there is a sense of pressure. Yeah, but we don't look at it as pressure. We look at it as a challenge that we like to meet. It's awesome knowing that there is this history and there's this lineage, kind of like a legacy, I guess. And and you just want to kind of live up to that, I guess. And we we were talking about it yesterday, actually, as a as a company. We were talking about it. Um, we want to the acting and all that is important, but we want to honor the story. The story is the main thing. We want to honor the story and get the story across and and present the story in its best form to the audience. How do you decide that this is the sort of story that you can see the relevance of in New Zealand or that this is something that you can tackle and that audiences here might appreciate? Uh, well, when we started Prayas, I mean, one of the major, uh, our goal was to share the tradition because we found at the time that, or even now, uh, a lot of the Indian culture is seen in the 
in the in the tinted glass of Bollywood culture. That's what where Indian culture is, uh, you know, uh, identified by non-Indians. Uh, whereas the depth and the breadth of Indian culture and the tradition of performing arts have been thousands of years. So the, the this theater is from fourth or fifth century, which is the you know the Sanskrit. Uh, text or the Sanskrit performing art have been there for 2,000 years. The plays that, that we tried to do in the earlier days, we, 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 it's been folk tales, let's say folk stories. It could be folk theater. It could be um, plays from the Mughal period, say Dara. It could be Charandas Shore, which was a folk theater, that kind of play. But we never were able to bring in a play from a period of the classical Sanskrit period, which is the fourth or fifth century. And this play was always in our, in our mind, but we never got a proper translation. We never could lay our hand until we discovered that there is a translation existing in English, which was done by a professor in Harvard back in 1915. And so we took that and now and adapted that into, into, into what we are. I don't want to get get give away uh, the entire plot but we are adapting this play relating it to today's world and um, essentially a theater group which who has decided to do this play and they go they're also going through a journey and wanting to understand through their workshopping uh, whether or not they should be doing this play and in the end how relevant it becomes to their own lives Amit Udedar there talking about Priya's Theatre's latest play, Mricha Katika, or The Little Clay Card. In the African diaspora, we've got something pretty epic coming together as well to celebrate the Christmas season. For the first time, creatives and musicians are coming together through the platform Black Creatives Aotearoa to put together a concert with different renditions of Christmas hymns and songs. The event happens on the 9th of December, and here's Tabani Gapara, Zimbabwe-born music director for the show. Diaspora, so all the black communities that exist in the world have evolved such unique music cultures. And what I've attempted to do as music director is have this variety reflected in the music. So a little bit of um, material from uh, Latin America, something from Zimbabwe, because I'm Zimbabwean, something from Central and Western Africa, um, something from just a much more sort of like European, you know, African-European experience and African-American experience and have all these sounds reflected in the music that we perform and have all these artists who also represent such a variety of of cultures be represented uh, as well in the cast. Is it something that you've done before? Because you've been touring across the country with your with your jazz band that's your sort of background we've spoken a few times on the podcast we spoke a couple of years ago to me it sounds like something pretty different this is something that i've been really passionate about the uh, opportunity to engage with uh, artists from such different disciplines within music because you've got like hip-hop you've got singers who sing more in an r&b style you've got singers who sing more in a in a, in a rock and, and metal kind of style and that you get the opportunity to be in the position of a music director who gets to collaborate with all these different artists and try and support their artistic voice 
you know, and, and still give something that has a really like unique signature to it. Artists and singers like Masbo Q, Kishia and Jane Kelly are all part of this concert. Um, and then the band itself uh, has performers who are working in and around Aotearoa's music industry. Uh, the keyboard player in the band is Warren Duncan, who's been working at developing his artistry as an ama piano music producer as well as artist. Um, then guitarist in the band is Nesu, who is beginning to release his own music in a in a sort of Zimbabwean mbira meets uh, meets R and B meets a whole bunch of soul style, and he's just a fantastic artist. So it's a really great mix of all these performers, and uh, that's just to mention a few of the guys who are going to be performing. This is a first for me, and uh, I'm really excited about how everything's come together. Everybody's been extremely generous with their the way they've just engaged with everything and been welcoming of the ideas that I've kind of sent through to them. So it's it's been it's been really really great. So that's a bit of an early December roundup of what's happening in our art spaces, both South Asian and African. My name is Kavim Bridagukumar and today's episode was mixed by Jeremy Veal. Don't forget you can follow the Voices podcast on all your favourite podcast platforms like Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio and everywhere else you listen to podcasts on. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.